Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I am Rachel. And I'm Melissa. And we are sisters. And welcome back. And I'm, oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to say? We. This is part of the problem of not really knowing how, how we're ever going to enter into the beginning of our podcast is That's right. we talk over each other. I was going to say welcome back to part two. Yep. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> so if you have not listened to the first part, I highly encourage you to stop and go mm-hmm. and listen to it. I honestly mm-hmm. don't think it makes sense to start here. I think the lead up of this is in part one. Matters. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to spend like hardly any time recapping. So um, the recap is go listen to part one. <laughs> <laughs> the recap is 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, yes. So if this is your first time, Welcome. Sorry to make you go back and listen to a different one, but I, I honestly think that makes the most sense. So it we does. are talking about when God is silent, and this is part two, and we are working through five points of things to consider when God is silent. And so we're on yes. point four, Yes. and because we have a time crunch with me needing to pick up kids from school and Melissa's house being flooded with children any minute, um, we're not <laughs> going to spend any time even recapping what the points are. <laughs> so we're just going to dive into point four. So... <laughs> When God is silent, the fourth point, and this all comes from um, an article that a man wrote named Stanton Witherspoon, and we will have mm-hmm. the link for that in our show notes. Um, it was really good. And we just decided instead of writing our own points, these were so good. I was like, we're just going to use these. Yeah. So the fourth point is that we need to recognize that silence can be intimate. Mm-hmm. So in love, silence is a sign of intimacy and comfort, mm-hmm. right? Yes. We're not like, oh, we're not talking. Everything's weird. I mean, obviously there's times when people are silent and they're weird, but you know, you can just sit around with your kids and just be Mm -hmm. comfortable. They can ignore you and it's just fine. (laughs) Exactly. Or your husband or your sister. I mean, I have never been silent with my sister. I don't actually know what that looks like. (laughs) When we're sleeping, we are silent. (laughs) We're silent when we're sleeping and we're silent when we're listening to a book, but then we're tapping constantly or Melissa's squeezing because she has the AirPod Pros and just (laughs) constantly interrupting each other. We're the same way with our mom. It's like yeah. if we're together yeah. four days, it's like literally a four-day constant gap. <laughs> yes, yes, it never ends. And then on the fourth yeah. day, we circle back to what we got sidetracked on on the first day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, Remember the like, thing we started seven days ago? <laughs> so that is – that's the relationship or that's the reality of a relationship is that silence can be a sign of comfort and a sign of intimacy. Yes, because if you and I were silent with each other – like if that ever were to ever happen, it wouldn't be uncomfortable. We would be right, no. completely fine because we're not thinking, why aren't we talking? We're just right. too tired to talk or whatever. Exactly. I don't know exactly. And sign, um, silence can also be a sign of God's trust. These were his words. And I was a little like, hmm, what does that mean? So this is what he said. <laughs> okay. Let's find out. When it comes to Job, God's silence was also a result of the depth of their relationship. Right. So Satan, Mm -hmm. we discussed this in the last episode, Satan approached God and was like, have you considered, and God says, have you considered my servant Job? Like, look at how great he is. Mm -hmm. And so this is a sign of the depth. The fact that Mm -hmm. God goes silent, it doesn't mean that Job didn't have a great relationship with God. It doesn't mean that Job did anything wrong. In this instance, it's literally Job did not do anything wrong. It's because God trusted Job that he chose him. For this right. period, I said in the last episode, for 37 chapters, he was silent. Yeah. Yep. And that's a long time. It's a long, yeah, long well, chapters. I mean, I think about it from the context of, again, because I'm visual, like if you have a job, if you you know work somewhere and your boss gives you a task and they 
stay mm-hmm. hands off. Yeah. It's because they trust you. It's yes. quiet. They're not walking you through it. They're not engaging in it because it's not because they don't care about you. It's because they trust you. In exactly. This, this and okay. I had never considered that before. That would never have made oh, it yeah. into this podcast if I had not read this article and yeah. basically we're yeah. copying it and putting it on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not plagiarizing because we're giving him credit. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Why wouldn't we just share this? Like, I never considered that, that it was because yeah. of the depth of their relationship, because of God's immense trust for Job. Yeah, that's that powerful. He, it is powerful. And mm-hmm. so one of the points we talked about in the last episode was that sometimes we have unconfessed sin and God's being silent because, you know, we went into whole big depth about that. So obviously we're not saying every time God's silent, it's like a pat on your back. We, yeah. That, these are between, we have to examine each of these points as an individual and let God determine which one it is, right? Or land, I guess. Because like with Job, he did examine his life and was like, no, this is not well, unconfessed sin. This is, I, I did not bring this on myself. And that's where he landed like, okay. Yeah. So I've had periods in my, our, my life. And I remember a specific conversation with mom several years ago where she was trying to make a decision between jobs. I think it was between two jobs and she was not hearing anything from God. And, mm-hmm. we, and so she was, you know, we we're talking about it. And I, and I said to her, I said, what if God just really doesn't care? Like, mm-hmm. what if he's okay with either one? So he's just being quiet. And I'm realizing that's this right here. Like, exactly. Basically he's being quiet. Cause he trusts you to make the decision because it's either one is going to be fine. And exactly. I think sometimes the silence makes us feel like we can't move forward. Yeah. And, and obviously, like you said, we, you know, go back to episode one, cause you really want to start there. You want to start with those points mm. before you get to this. Cause right. but if you get through the other ones and you real and you're still like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have unconfessed sin. I think yeah. it's you know, a process of elimination. Yeah. I use an example. So I have this ministry, if you guys don't know, where I record videos and I'm basically talking about things that God's put on my heart through the Bible, sometimes like just an example in my life that, you know, lines up with something scripturally. Mm-hmm. They're 90 second reels. If you don't follow it, it's Rachel H. Williams ministry. It's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. So when I first started the, making these, it was like a year and a half ago and I had just had shoulder surgery. And I had this experience where I would go out and I couldn't work out, but I could walk, right? And I, my physical therapist didn't want my arm like up for six straight weeks, like in a 90 degree angle. He wanted me to have my arm down at my side as much as possible because that's how you Mm -hmm. avoid having massive issues from being 90 degrees for so long, six weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I would walk and I would have my arm down at my side, which was very uncomfortable at first, like very uncomfortable. But, you know, the further I progressed, um, the more I could do it. And I was like maybe four or five weeks maybe three or four weeks post-surgery, and I suddenly noticed I was walking too fast. And my body told me because I had all of this pain, and it was like, stop or slow down, not stop, slow down. And that was a sign. Like, I didn't know how fast I could walk. I wanted to power walk. I wanted to get my heart rate up. I wanted it to be a workout. And I didn't know. I couldn't have told you how fast I thought I could walk. My body gave me the sign, and my body Mm -hmm. was like, it's time to slow down. And I slowed down. And everything was better. And so I was mm-hmm. relying on my body, you know, to tell me. And I used this example in this video. And I said, when we're praying about something and we don't hear an answer from God, mm-hmm. sometimes we just take a step and we start yes. the journey. <clears throat> and we can trust that if we are not on the right path and we are walking in connection with him, he is going to tell us, nope, yes. put on the brakes go in a different direction or slow down, right? Slow down, go in a different direction, stop altogether. Like that's the opening and closing of doors. And I have never forgotten that experience with my arm and being like, 
I didn't know what my body could do, but my body told me. And sometimes we don't know what God wants us to do. And he just wants, sometimes he just wants us to take a step and he will tell us. Now, I don't recommend taking a step without any prayer. I recommend praying. Mm -hmm. But if you're not hearing from God, so like with Ella, if she's like, oh, God didn't give me confirmation. She didn't say that. But if she did about being an Mm -hmm. esthetician, I said that in the last episode, she can take a step and the doors will close, right? I mean, the doors closed on hair school and she felt confirmation to pursue that. The doors closed on college and she felt confirmation Mm -hmm. to pursue that. It doesn't mean you're in the wrong for taking a step. God will determine. And I don't think she was in the wrong for doing, pursuing either of those things. No. God made it clear. He closed doors. Yeah. And so- you, yeah, like you said, you can't know until you know, like sometimes you just can't know, but sometimes I agree a hundred percent that just sitting here waiting for answers Mm -hmm. isn't always the way that God talks to us. Bill and I have had that happen so many times in our marriage where we feel like we're supposed to start going in a direction Mm -hmm. and, and then God changes course Mm -hmm. or he shuts the whole thing down. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, I actually really struggled with that because it made me feel like maybe I didn't know how to hear from God. Like I was, we were hearing wrong or we were being stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but what God started showing me was this is how I am guiding you. Like, Mm -hmm. and you, and you learn through the process. Mm -hmm. So like Ella prayed and prayed and knew that she got accepted to a college out in Arizona. You know, I live in, we live in Minnesota and she went for one semester and then God shut the doors on that. And she wrestled with that for a while. Like, Mm -hmm. what, did I hear him wrong? And I'm like, no, but this is part of your story. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what part of your story, but this is part of your story. God isn't going to give us things in our story that are wasted. Like everything that he allows us to walk Mm -hmm. through, he will use. He says that, like it's Mm -hmm. very clear. And so. Absolutely. So we kind of got a little bit all over the place about this. Like Mm -hmm. silence can be um, a sign of God's trust, but if you're praying about something and you don't hear it, take a step. Just take yeah. a step and and mm-hmm. continue to pray. God, I trust you. Yes. I trust you to close doors. I trust you to make yeah. it clear. <clears throat> and if you're not yeah, praying he, about a decision and he's just silent in your life for a couple months, just trust that he'll come back yeah. or come back into the picture. I mean, he never left. He never left no, Job. Right. He just mm-hmm. wasn't – Job wasn't audibly hearing from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he never left you in that season you discussed in last episode. He's never left me in any of my seasons mm-hmm. um, where I'm silent. I just never realized it might be a sign of his trust of me. Like I trust my girl that she's going to keep seeking me even when yeah. I'm, you know, he trusted Job to continue mm-hmm. to be faithful to him. Yeah. And Job was. Maybe when well, we're and I, silent in our life, he's saying, I trust that Rachel and Melissa are going to keep showing up. I trust that yeah. when I check back in in six months, they're still going to be in the same place reading their Bible and just waiting. Well, and I have to believe that when Job, Job got to the other side, I mean, because the rest of his story ends up being amazing. Like God mm-hmm. literally gave him everything back mm-hmm. in, in abundance. And yep. and um, and I have to believe that he could look back and be like, I just did that. I went through the worst time mm-hmm. of my life and I never blamed God. I never mm-hmm. was, I never did all the things that people told me to do. I stayed focused on him and connected mm-hmm. to him and, and believed that he was still good. Like, Right. That has to, and so sometimes I think God in his silence also can be putting us, not only does he trust us, but also let's see what you're made of. Mm-hmm. I want to show you what you're made of. Like, cause mm-hmm. there's something, when we go through something hard and we did it well, that feels amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gives true. us confidence in moving forward in the next thing that we do. It's true. It's so true. So <laughs> our fifth point and last point is keep talking to God. Yes. Keep talking to him. Okay. So this is a weird example, but- and imagine your favorite person, your spouse, your sister, your mother, your kid, whatever is in a coma. 
you're not going to be like, well, they can't talk back to me, so I'm just not going to talk to them. Right. You yeah. would continue talking to them because you would be yeah. like, this relationship matters so much to me. I would never stop talking to them. Right. As long right. as they exist. Even if they die, sometimes people still continue to talk. I was just going to say they that. They just yeah. need to, you know, not because yeah. they think, oh, for sure they can hear me. Not like that, but just like, I don't it's know. A connection. You know, I mean, I'm sure, sure if I lost you, Melissa, I would continue to Marco Polo you. I don't know how I would stop. Right. I, yeah. I just would need to. Oh, no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know. I'm going to cry too. <laughs> I feel so sad. I would still Marco Polo you. And it was like, it's not because I wouldn't, I would even think you could hear me. I just would. No. It, it I just, keeps yourself connected. Yes. To someone you love. What yeah. a horrible thought. I actually hadn't said that. <laughs> Excuse us while we dab our eyes. <laughs> if you're not watching us, we're totally both like tearing up. Like, oh my gosh, this is sad. You know how to cry and laugh, so it might not come across that we're know, crying. You might not hear it on podcasts, but yes. 100% we're crying. Oh my gosh. Okay, so in First John 5.14, it says, this is the confidence we have. Keep talking to God. That's the point. This is the mm-hmm. confidence we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Mm-hmm. We can trust that even if we're not hearing back from him, even if he feels very far away and silent, he didn't stop hearing from us. Right. He's just like he knew what Job was going through. He knew. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't coming back into the picture for mm-hmm. per- whatever purpose he had in that. Yeah. Yeah. So we can trust that God keeps hearing us. Just because it seems like he's silent does not mean we should doubt him or stop praying. It does not mean. I mean, we talked about keep getting in the word. This is the same. Keep Mm -hmm. praying. Keep trusting that he is listening to us. And God's silence is not a license for us to turn our backs on him. It's an invitation to press forward and seek him even more diligently. And Mm -hmm. Melissa and I have both experienced that when God feels very silent. We're like, okay, well, I just need to press in more because when he does come back, I don't want him to be like, what were you doing that whole time? Yeah. I mean, I, I, we, you know, we have to give an account for it. Like if we had a loved one in a coma and they woke up and they're like, oh my gosh, were you here talking to me the whole time? You're like, oh no, I just stopped coming for six months. Right. We would have to give an account for that. Right. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, when I get to heaven and Melissa's there before me, she'd be like, did you keep Marco Polo me? (laughs) (laughs) You told me you would. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding about that one. (laughs) But we have to give an account. And and I don't believe that our faith stops growing when God is silent. If anything- No, I faith, think it grows, it grows so much. Yes. It, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I believe it grows so much more. Mm-hmm. So um, I, we had, I love this story. We had this land in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. We had like five and a half acres and there were not very many trees. So my husband got all these little baby trees. They were like they're called like seedlings, I think. And they were like 12 inches long from like root to top, right? And he went around, him and I went around, he did most of it, but I helped too and planted 250 trees one year. And you mm-hmm. you know you're going to lose at least 50% of them. So you do all this work, you dig the holes, you put these little seedlings in, you have to, you know, put out your little tractor that like goes and waters them or whatever. And so um, we did that. And then a couple of years later, we did like 500 trees. Actually, I think it was just like a year later, we did like 500 trees. That time our neighborhood lent us his tractor and this little thing where it like digs and you just, it was so much better. But all I have to say, yeah. we planted 750 seedlings and yeah. honestly, probably like 200 of them survived. And we had all this like wild land that we didn't um, do anything with, but it wasn't for us. So we put all these trees out there. So they start 12 inches tall and every year after winter, so when everything looks dormant and feels like it's died after winter, Mm-hmm. you see the new growth. I don't know if you guys knew this, but pine trees, because these are pine trees, 
Mm-hmm. They show light green. So it's dark green and they show light green at the tips of all of their like little things. And that is the new growth. And then over oh. the over the next six months, it, it's not light green anymore. It just eventually kind of looks all the same. Mm-hmm. And then winter comes and of course pine trees stay green. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. look like nothing. But then all of a sudden in spring, it shoots up. And so we have these pictures of our daughter, Ada, like standing next to these trees. And all of a sudden they were like over her head and she was like six. So they went from 12 inches in just a few years. They were like over her head and all because through the winter when -hmm. it looked like nothing was happening, the spring came and like we'd have three, four inches of new growth, sometimes six inches of new growth. And it was so fun because we were so invested in these trees that every year we would look out in the spring and we would be like, oh my gosh, look at how long the new growth is this Mm -hmm. year. And I've always just – you like I've always felt like God used that as a reminder to me that just because, because it looks let's, like nothing is happening doesn't mean nothing is happening. Well, and to pause for people who maybe have never experienced like a northern winter true, or like, a, like yeah. everything is snow covered and dead. Like everything looks it starts dead. out brown. You lose all the yep. leaves. Trees yep. are barren. The only thing that's not is pine trees. Grass yep, is Because they're called evergreen. And, but it doesn't look like anything is happening Happening. anywhere Mm -hmm. so when you have looked gone through and it doesn't feel like anything could be happening no it's so so freezing cold yeah Yeah. and so to have the snow thaw and growth have happened it is a very they seem opposite of each other and so that's why she was so fascinated so if you're from the south and you're like i don't understand winter things still grow in the winter it's because that's not the winter she's talking about i should have started with that So if you didn't understand, go back and listen. It's a beautiful analogy. (laughs) And so in a quiet season, a silent season, there is still growth Mm -hmm. happening. And we need to keep showing up for it. Mm -hmm. Psalm 22, 2, David said, my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. And by night, I find no rest. God heard Job's cries for help. And in trust, because he trusted Job and he trusted their relationship, he waited for the perfect time to speak. And then Job was reminded of who God was. God mm-hmm. answers our prayers. We just have to never stop praying. Yeah. He did show up and answer Job's prayers. He showed up and answered. He he mm-hmm. filled in the blanks. I mean, he was a little yeah. sassy about it. If you didn't listen to that last yeah. episode, he was sassy <laughs> about it. But he filled in the blanks. And I know for me, sometimes when I feel like I've had a silent season, I don't always have the answers of the why. But when he comes back, I swear, when he comes back into the picture, I swear, it's like, all of a sudden, everything is alive. Every mm-hmm. sermon makes so much sense. Every mm-hmm. verse is jumping out to me. Every story is so much more alive to me. Yeah, and I think that's my new growth. Yeah, it's like God's like here's here's the abundance that you felt mm-hmm. like you weren't getting from me for the three months or the six months or the whatever however mm-hmm. long it is, and here it is. In fact, one of the books, my first book I wrote, came out of a year, season of eighteen months. Where I really mm-hmm. felt like I couldn't understand anything. And my friend yeah. was always – my really good friend, Glenda, was always recommending books I'd read. And I'd be like, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. Never really felt yeah. like yeah. anything was coming from it. And then all of a sudden, I came out of the season and like everything made sense to me. I was reading yeah. Tozer. Like Tozer, if you've ever read a, read a book by Tozer, not the Instagram post. Those are very easy to understand. <laughs> <laughs> a book by Tozer. He was so like mm-hmm. – uh, hard for me to understand. And all of a yeah. sudden, I understood I Tozer. <laughs> you don't read Tozer. Yeah. I understood no. him. I was like, this makes mm-hmm. so much sense. And it was like, I felt like God gave me all of the season that I had been lacking under like revelation and, and affirmation and confirmation mm-hmm. and all the things 
in abundance. And I, yeah. that's what he did for Job. He gave Job yeah. more than he had ever lost. And yeah. it's not yeah. like you can make up for all that he lost, but he had yeah. so much abundance when he came back into the scene. Yeah. So do we have a challenge for this episode? <sighs> um, how's that? <laughs> Super great. <laughs> Got nothing. How about, did anything stick out to you? There we go. <laughs> did anything stick out to you that you're like, whoa, yeah. that's what I need to take from this and yes. pray on it and write it down and remember it and maybe yeah. post it on Instagram and be like, yeah. this thing is revolutionary to me. Yeah. So I like that. All right. <laughs> Well, guys, um, don't forget that we do have a community page. It's on Facebook. It is mm-hmm. facebook.com slash groups slash a mess nonetheless community. I think it's a mess nonetheless community. I'm pretty sure. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you haven't rated us on wherever you're listening to us, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please do and share mm-hmm. us with your friends. And then mm-hmm. if you're watching us on YouTube – like our videos and comment on yes. them because we want to hear from you. They show up we and we can respond. So, yes. All right. You guys have a right. great day. Bye. Okay. Bye. You might feel that your life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess nonetheless. That's the name of our podcast.